0: Europe is experiencing the largest wave of refugees since World War II and is desperate to find a long-term solution. Join America Abroad for a town hall discussion linking New York to Berlin on iTunes and PRI.org slash America Abroad. Obama and Netanyahu like oil and water today on The World. I'm Marco Werman. Some say the U.S. President and Israeli Prime Minister don't mix well, but the stakes are high right now, especially in Jerusalem.
1: I never over-romanticized the city. I never thought we lived in a Scandinavian neighborhood. But the level of distrust and
0: hatred, it's pretty grim. Plus, ISIS takes to Twitter to mock Al Qaeda's leaders. Now, ISIS has no qualms about calling them actual names, to, you know, calling them old men, donkeys, and so they're very insulting. And a new campaign teams up with Black Lives Matter to tackle caste violence in India.
1: Everywhere we go, the moment we talk about caste, nobody wants to talk about it.
0: Those stories and more coming
1: up today here on the world. The World is brought to you by Lumosity, offering a 10-minute fit test to challenge memory, attention, and problem solving, with brain games to calculate baseline scores and build a personalized brain training program. Performance can be compared to global averages. Learn more at lumosity.com. I'm Werman. You're with the world. Glad you could be here today. Let's kick off
0: things with the meeting at the White House today between President Obama and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. For Mideast watchers, it's a kind of moment where you probably want to be a fly on the wall. For many Israelis, though, it's not something they need to know about, because from their experience, another American attempt to restart the Mideast peace process right now is a non-starter
1: people look at another round of negotiations under the United States as the equivalent of getting a floppy disk with Windows 95. And no matter how many times you poke it into the USB port, it's not going to reboot your laptop.
0: That's Israeli attorney and activist Daniel Sideman. He says the analogy is not his. He got it from a Palestinian friend. According to Sideman, expectations for any movement toward peace in the region are at an all-time low.
1: If I were to sum up a person on the street who is not engrossed in his coffee or making it through the day, it would be, the goal of the meeting between Netanyahu and Obama is to make it through the meeting safely without a major blowout. Wow. Uh, That's setting the bar really low. Oh, expectations are really low. Uh, The Palestinians are knee-deep in despair, and Israelis are knee-deep in denial. We're sipping cappuccino on the edge of a volcano. I think that a good deal of successful delegitimization of President Obama has taken place. His ratings in Israel is low. He's perceived, I think, very incorrectly as not being a friend of Israel. But even if uh, he were perceived more favorably, Israelis do not believe in the accessibility of a political process. Now, that doesn't mean that the United States is not important. They're not important as a political broker.
0: So uh, tell me about one specific place in East Jerusalem. Take us to that neighborhood and, and what people there today are feeling.
1: Look, I'm an Israeli, and I think it would be paternalistic for me to describe what they're undergoing. But allow me to take you to the neighborhood of Isawiyah. I was just there. It's opened up a bit. The checkpoints are there. Cars are allowed in and out through one checkpoint throughout the neighborhood. And this is East Jerusalem, so
0: these are Palestinians, correct?
1: These are Palestinians. But when I was there last week, the neighborhood was completely sealed. That means that you could enter and exit through a checkpoint only by foot, not by vehicular traffic. Now, neither we Israelis nor our Palestinian neighbors have been blessed with Scandinavian temperaments. I have no illusions. There have been a significant number of terrorists who came out of Israel, but we have imposed collective punishment on 14 or 15,000 people and basically said, you are all suspect and you're all guilty, and until you no longer have terrorists emerging from your midst, we're going to punish all of you. Now, those barriers are now coming down. But after having heard so loud and so clear, you, the residents of Yisrael are an alien hostile population, are we Israelis entitled to be surprised when we discover that they're acting in a way that it is both alienated and hostile? Hatred in Jerusalem has been more popularized